welcome to today's episode of A Journey to Loving Yourself, a podcast that guides you on a journey of rediscovering who you truly are so you can love yourself and the world around you unconditionally. Hey, I'm Fran and I'm on an amazing journey of self-love. A big part of this journey has been realising that love was always there. It's just a case of removing any blocks that were preventing me from loving myself. This journey has inspired me to help people rediscover that love within themselves because self-love really is the key to a happy life. And my name is Andrew. After undergoing a significant spiritual awakening, I found what I have always been looking for, the unconditional peace, love and joy of remembering the truth of who I am and the truth of existence. This is the only truth there is, that there is only oneness, awareness or love. I'm now dedicating my life to helping as many people as possible to remember this truth so that you too can experience this incredible discovery. We are so excited to be on this journey with you, offering you advice, tools and exercises to find love once again within yourself. If you enjoy this podcast, we would be super grateful if you could like, rate and review it. You can find us on Instagram at at surrendercommunity and also at lovefromfrancesca. We also have a mailing list if you would like to receive exclusive discounts and be kept up to date with events and courses. Just find the link in the episode description. We hope you enjoy the episode. Hello, wonderful beings. Hello, beautiful beings. (laughs) Welcome to today's episode. Today we are talking about you can't feel unconditional love if you want to feel special. Andrew, why did you come up with this episode title? It's just a theme that has come to me fairly recently about the whole idea of feeling special and how it gets in the way of us feeling true love so wanted to share my findings what does feeling special mean to you well i know that when we talk about the unconditional love given to us from the trees plants animals sun earth and life itself people don't care about this love as much as the love they can potentially get from another human Why do you think that is? It's because with the unconditional love from all the sources I just mentioned, you don't feel special. This love is being given to anyone and everyone. Whereas if a human chooses you to be their partner above all other people, then you feel special, and so you value this more. But doesn't everyone want to feel special? No, every ego wants to feel special. Why? Because feeling special is a way to distinguish yourself from others. In fact, it's a way to feel superior to others. Your ego, by its very nature, seeks to be seen as special in order to seem real. Without being special in some way, there is nothing to distinguish you from others. Hence, there cannot be this individual character that is separate from others. This is why literally everyone in this world is trying to seem special in some way. Perhaps through the way they dress, or their physical appearance, 
or with fame or popularity, or with being rich or of a high status, or by being the funniest person in the room, or by being extremely knowledgeable or very talented, etc. Even many spiritual leaders are trying to seem special because their spiritual egos are subtly projecting the idea that they are superior to others. No one is simply content with appearing ordinary. But if you are wanting to be special, then you will only receive conditional love. With conditional love, love is only given to you on the condition that you seem special to the eye of the beholder. If you don't seem special in some way, then you will not receive this love. However, if you drop all efforts to try to seem special, yes, you'll likely receive a lot less love from other humans, but you will discover something within yourself that is far better. True, unconditional love. With unconditional love, you will feel love no matter what. As a result, you will no longer seek it from outside of yourself, and the neediness that underlies this idea of wanting to be special goes away. This is extremely freeing. I experienced it myself where I just suddenly was tired of trying to seem special to others and just just stopped that game. And as a result, I felt a lot more love within myself. Imagine that you don't have to seem special at all to feel loved. What that would be like? Being loved just because you exist. You, f- you feel this love because that's who you really are. And any love you receive from others when you aren't trying to appear special, you'll know that love, that love is con- unconditional. But of course, this may still not appeal to you after hearing this. You may still think that conditional love based on specialness is more appealing. And that's fine, you can continue trying to seek this love. But there will come a point on your journey where you no longer want to play this game anymore and you'll want to give it up in search for true unconditional love. There is of course no rush as we exist in eternity. But we can tell you from first-hand experience that the love you are used to doesn't compare to the true love we are talking about. In reality, feeling special is based on the illusion that there are others. But there is only one. There is only you. So there cannot be this idea of being special. You need others in order to be special, but there are no others. Anything that is based on an illusion will eventually go away, because illusions are essentially lies, and lies and illusions always change and aren't permanent. Permanent love comes from remembering the truth of oneness. Thank you, Andrew. I agree, the the want to feel special is to attach some kind of condition onto you receiving love. And I know feeling special is usually the result of an external condition deeming you special. For example, if you get a first class degree from Oxford, you could say that that makes you special. But does that achievement make you more worthy of love and I think our society makes us feel like 
if you have achievements like that and special things if, if you're beautiful if you're popular if you do all those sorts of things then you're deemed special yeah and have you noticed it's all value society values what you'd can give to others rather than who you actually are yeah that's true yeah what is the feeling of feeling special i was thinking about this and what came up for me was initially something that separates me from someone else feeling like i have something that other people don't feeling appreciated and loved but on closer inspection realizing that that's for certain conditions and then also feeling sentimental about something so i'm just thinking maybe when i was a child having i had like a special teddy that i used to carry around and obviously that was that was sentimental for me um what does feeling special feel like for you or what did it used to feel like for you well i think when i was younger the main thing was if like you know a girl was interested in me it would make me feel special but there's an underlying neediness and fear behind that kind of special love what if you haven't asked for it even if you haven't asked for it when you are given this special love when someone is loving you and you know it's based on them thinking you're special in some way then immediately there's this fear that oh what if somehow they realize i'm not that special and then that creates this neediness oh hopefully this conditional special love doesn't go away and so i noticed it, it with that kind of love comes uneasiness because of that fear and i also experienced it uh, more recently with like as a spiritual teacher uh, i was noticing people just showing me love because they thought i was special in terms of being wise and stuff and i noticed my spiritual ego attaching to that uh, and also thinking oh what if one day they they feel that i'm not as special that love is just going to go away i won't have that adoration anymore and that was the point that i was just like because i thought i had got ridden of that or completely of that special the desire to be special however i think when it's given so readily to you and you're made out to be special in some way it's easy to attach to it and my although my normal ego had given up trying to feel special my spiritual ego still hadn't given up so uh that uh, with that awareness i was just like right i'm done with that game as well and immediately there was just this relaxation and just this trust in the unconditional love within myself it's very freeing not to need anything from anyone and to not have to keep trying to feel special putting energy into creating this special image yeah i was going to ask then in a society where unconditional love is not given so freely right now 
and the, there's a lot of and sorry conditional love what can we do and I bet you're gonna say go within and find that love within so we did an episode didn't we fairly recently of that uh, which is basically saying that whatever you're looking for or longing for if you make sure you're not looking for it from outside sources you will a hundred percent find it within yourself whether that's love peace joy security anything anything you that you want your mind is immediately going to say okay i need something outside of myself in order to to get that and that's the basis of all of how all products and services are sold and why we are all obsessed if you look at our movies and songs obsessed with trying to get love from a partner from someone else instead of first trying to seek it within ourselves that being the first point of call and then if you can't find it within yourself try and find it outside of yourself but of course no one looks inside and we've been taught that it all comes from outside when the opposite is true so if you just consciously become aware of uh, how the mind is trying to seek what you are longing for from outside of yourself and immediately cut off those sources intentionally then whatever you're looking for you will find within yourself it actually has never left you but you were distracting yourself by thinking it will come from outside of you i think it's just so easy isn't it to to feel like you can always get a quick dopamine hit of love from outside of you whether we get it through likes on instagram or attention from a loved one it's almost like we're more focused on getting that short-term conditional love rather than realizing that you can actually get it from within that long standing unconditional love that is always there and I think it's just like it's a quieter more subtle feeling of love compared to maybe something that you get outside of yourself yeah it's not the same type of love it doesn't feel the same so the love that most people are used to that condition conditional love is very intense so when you've got it when it's being directed to you it's intense it's a very very big high uh, and it's an ego high because the ego feels really special and it's like this this kind of uh, hormonal intense high but then of course you're not going to feel special for every second of your life and in fact sometimes people can turn on you when you don't meet their expectations or for either a short period or a long period you don't seem special to them anymore and that's when you experience the real lows the ego lows so if you enjoy the intensity and the fleetingness of conditional love then perhaps it's not appropriate for you to seek unconditional love however if you're looking for a love based on who you are rather than what you do for others a love that stays with you at all times a love that is who you are a love that is more gentle and doesn't have those highs and lows but just a gentle peaceful state 
then I recommend you start looking within yourself for that love. Can you have a healthy balance of unconditional and conditional love in your life? Well, in the last episode, we talked about how, because we're quite used to unconditional love now, whenever conditional love is given to us, it just we can just feel the difference. So it's, I guess it's not really about balance because people are free to give you conditional love or hate or unconditional love. So you, you can't really control what other people are giving to you. However, if you find unconditional love, that stays with you. That stays with you and waits there. Even if you temporarily forget about it, it's there. And you know it's there waiting for you to redis- rediscover it, remember it again. And for me personally, I'm just not interested in getting conditional love anymore. That's just... it's. Uh, it just doesn't feel good, to be honest, because I'm so used to unconditional love. Conditional love actually just feels uh, not uncomfortable, but just more icky because it come. There's this air of like, as I say, fear and neediness, and I feel sometimes people want you to feel special so that you give them something back. You know? Yeah, that's true. There's a different energy behind it for sure, isn't there? Yeah. Yeah. Is it fair to say that you would say the love you have for me is the same love for a friend? Yes, with unconditional love, it's not. it doesn't have levels and it's not uh, conditional based on you're my partner, so you receive more love. Uh, it's the same love. The difference with you is that we're energetically attracted to each other because we're supposed to be partners in this life however it doesn't mean I love you more than a stranger or a dog or a rock or or someone who hates me you know it's the same love and I know you struggled with that initially of not feeling special but do you remember that when you soon after you realized that you weren't special in my eyes you had some amazing self-love experiences yeah I think just on that note it's it's hard I think people will struggle to think that you love me in the same way that you love a rock (laughs) but would you not agree that there is there are different types of love you know didn't the Greek have about eight different types of love uh, I don't really care what the Greeks are saying, to be honest. I'm just talking from my experience and the love I have for all things, because I know all is one and all is me, then how can there be any difference? However, if you believe in separation, yeah, then yes, there will be different levels. Yeah, it's a fascinating subject, actually. And it's one where I'm... I, I, I think I'm getting there, to be fair, like... And I've really felt it through more of a, like, oh, I don't know, like a, I want to say a sexuality point of view where it's like not seeing uh, souls as different genders. It's just seeing the connection and the energy and the love that you have for whoever. Yeah, and... You some of the biggest love experiences you you've had have, have been with trees and plants, right? 
Oh yeah, recently I've had such beautiful, beautiful experiences where I've just been out in nature and I feel like nature's calling me and it's connecting with me and I'm I'm holding hands with the leaves and hugging trees and everything and I just feel very yeah, I can feel that unconditional love that you were talking about earlier from nature. And it really is a beautiful thing. And yeah, I think that came from me not looking for love outside of me anymore. And when I stopped doing that, I realised the unconditional love that was around me all along. Exactly, yeah. You know, when you're trying to feel special, you have this fixed idea of how love should be given to you. So it's usually through some someone who may potentially be a partner. People are so fixated on that way of receiving love that they, com- they completely shut themselves off from all the other infinite amazing ways life is showing unconditional love to us all the time because we're just so focused on this one way. And the whole of life is love. The whole of life is an exchange of love. Love is all there is. And love created life, created creation as a method to exchange love with itself. Without creation, there was just love. There was just one awareness. And there was no one to share this love with. Love needs to be shared. And that's why love created the illusion of separate beings in order for love somehow to be shared. Yeah, um, just going back to the part of loving, like the the kind of love you feel for me versus (laughs) a rock. It just cracks me up. You're not going to let that go. (laughs) I'm a peace with it and I understand it but I know that a lot of people listening would would think wow that is cold Uh, or is it cold to love a rock or any other part (laughs) of creation so much is that cold because I'm not saying I don't love you so much I'm saying I also love everything else and everyone else so much yeah 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 but because you don't feel special it kind of in your ego's eyes it diminishes it's as if I'm saying I love you a lot less yeah it's almost like it's a measure isn't it like that's what we're used to doing because the ego wants to feel superior to a rock it wants to feel (laughs) superior to others other parts of creation but it's fair to say from my point of view I feel you know there are certain souls and certain beings that you feel an extremely strong energetic pull towards like you and Ryan I feel extremely connected with I feel extremely connected with you two way more than I do like a rock in the garden or on the beach so in my mind I would think well that's because I love them more well some people allow you to see your oneness with them more than others Okay, and that's that's dependent on how well you and the other put down their guards of the ego at any one point in time. If you both somehow are very present when you're with each other and your egos are kind of lowered when you're together, 
then you will feel more connected with that person than let's say someone who when you're around your ego is quite strong their ego is quite strong and it's difficult to find your connection with them so yes there are people who you will feel that connection with more However, it doesn't mean you have that con a special connection with them that you don't have with other people. You just can see it more with certain people. Does that make sense? It does. It does. I suppose what you're saying is there's less of a filter on love and the love can be seen extremely clearly. Whereas with other people that you don't know so well, there'll be uh, almost a barrier there. Yeah. Until your ego drops and releases the idea that, oh, I don't know them, so I can't love them. Yeah. So with these podcasts, hopefully we're giving the guidance for everyone to remove all their filters, all their judgments and barriers to love so that they can feel this unconditional love at all times with anyone rather than just feeling that love with certain people where they feel more comfortable lowering their judgments and barriers. Yeah, I love that. And we were watching a show yesterday where someone was upset on it because she only had her son left in her life and then he was going to die. And I remember her saying, oh, I have no one left. I have nothing left. <laughs> and I just thought, wow, that's really sad in a world full of people um, where there's an abundance of love you think just because one close family member is leaving you you're completely alone exactly that's basically what underlies all grief it's this belief that your main source or a really big source of love has left your life and you're not going to be able to get such a source of love again and it's kind of again projecting you felt love because of that person no you felt love because you allowed yourself to reduce the barriers and judgments you have with that person. The other person is not responsible. It's you. You allowed yourself with that person. Usually, let's say with family members, you allow yourself to reduce the barriers you have to love with that person. But you can do that with anyone at any time, with anything at any time, like you experienced with the trees. So... Just remember, like, if one source of, if one person who you felt a lot of love with dies or is no longer in your life, that does not mean the end of love for you. In fact, you have infinite, unlimited amount of love waiting for you to feel it, waiting for you to discover it within yourself. You just have to remove those barriers and judgments within yourself. Yeah, this is exactly what I've experienced through as opening up our relationship through me used to feeling like you were my main source of love and then almost feeling at times that that had gone and having to overcome those limiting beliefs around feeling like your love going somewhere else means that I'm not getting it anymore and then realizing that I can open up to other sources of love and it was it's been so beautiful actually feeling like I can, I have so much love yeah. <laughs> to receive now. Because I, I was closing myself off to love before being in a monogamous relationship. 
Exactly. And the idea is to be polyamorous with every single being on this earth, including the, the plants, the trees, the rocks. That's the idea. <laughs> so that you can open yourself to love at all times, that you're never deprived of it. That's the aim. Love it. Love it. <laughs> all right. So Andrew will be back next week hosting the podcast with his favorite rock. <laughs> <laughs> See you later. <laughs> I don't have a favourite rock, remember? No rock is special. <laughs> if any rocks are listening, then uh, don't worry, I love you all the same. <laughs> what exercise do you have on this topic then? Well, just for this week only, become aware as much as you can of the ways your mind is trying to seem special. But then try to stop yourself from carrying out your ego's desires. See how this reduces the love you feel from others. Keep going and you'll eventually start to find glimpses of unconditional love within yourself. Love it. And what about your joke today? Could only find one which is a bit of a surprise on the theme of special. So, you ready? I'm ready. A vegan was flying to Germany and discovered the airline had forgotten his special meal. He had no choice but to eat the only meal available, sausage and cheese. It was a worst case scenario, worst case, case scenario, <laughs> cases cheese in German. Kaiser. Kaiser. Is that, yeah, are you Kaiser. sure? Kaiser. Kaiser, that's Kaiser. it. It was a, a worst, worst, a worst Kaiser scenario. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I never took German, so I don't know. I thought you'd get that straight away, but. I did get it. Worst Kaiser. Scenario. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. Worst. <laughs> you? Yeah, I'd love a worst. Curry worst. <laughs> well, not not now we're vegetarian. I've been for a while. Ninety-nine <laughs> percent vegetarian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Just want to remind you that there are online self-healing courses on my website please 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 do check them out i'm i'm so passionate about helping you heal yourself and helping you feel empowered to change your own life so please check out my website uh, under the healing tab and online self-healing courses and just click on each one to see which one resonates most with you which one seems like you need the most and they're very cheap considering how much you get for that course and you can also choose how intense you want the course to be so you can either choose the one week intensive course if you've got loads of time uh, to dedicate to your self-healing during that week or you can choose a three-week non-intensive course which is basically the one week course spread out over three weeks so if you didn't have that much time to dedicate to your self-healing during your day then you can choose the non-intensive one and that will help you do it alongside your normal life duties so just taking one of the courses as an example let's look at the solar plexus chakra for anyone that doesn't know much about chakras what would be the benefit of doing the solar plexus chakra course? Well, chakra is an energy center and you have say seven main energy centers within the body. Solar plexus chakra is uh, the energy center 
just above your belly button, a few centimeters above your belly button. And the, each energy center is responsible for giving energy that is used for different things. So for the solar plexus chakra, the energy its energy is used for your drive, your motivation, your confidence, self-esteem, self -esteem, sense of self-power. That's what the solar plexus chakra is used for. So the, your solar plexus is likely to need healing if you generally feel powerless or you've had a trauma where you have felt powerless in the past. You have any suppressed anger or you're just generally an angry you know, you get angry quite a lot. If you're lazy. If you have, yeah, low on energy and feel lazy and you don't, don't seem to have drive or motivation in life. If you have low self-confidence, that's another indication. And physical symptoms include, as we say, low energy or issues with your stomach, with your liver, gallbladder, around that sort of area. So if this sounds like you, then sounds like you need uh, healing in your solar plexus chakra and so you would go onto my website choose the solar plexus chakra healing course and that will guide you on how to heal yourself how to heal your own solar plexus chakra and just observe the results yeah i highly recommend them i've experienced so much benefit from the exercises involved in the course so thank you andrew I'd just love to mention the book club, the Abundance Mindset Book Club. We are well into our first month this month and we are a wonderful little community helping and supporting each other grow and live more abundantly. So if you find yourself slipping into a lack mentality and want to feel more abundant, then I call you to or encourage you to join the Abundance Mindset Book Club where we'll be reading one book each month. We'll be meeting at the end of each month together and discussing what we're taking away from each book. And yeah, it's just a lovely little community. So I'll leave the link in the description below. And if anyone's going to Love Jam, this is when we're recording this, just before I go to Love Jam tomorrow, hopefully you see anyone there. Excellent, yeah. Last festival of the year. Ooh, although you might go to some in Australia, possibly. Well, they're usually in, uh, in April time, apparently. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, folks. Well, we hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you so much for listening. And thank you so much for existing. <laughs>